0: Welcome to the Kinship Care Liverpool podcast, my name is David. As always, thank you for another week of the best and worst and in-betweens of being a kinship carer, kinship kid and again everything in between. Uh, this is going to be an episode on family pressure in regards to taking the child. Um, this is a, a subject that has been brought up quite a few times uh, in the last couple of months, years, decades probably. Uh, but it's definitely one that needs to be discussed. Uh, as always, if you want to get in touch with us in regards to anything that we, we see or if you want to discuss anything, uh, obviously I've got quite a few topics on the sort of back burner, but if there's anything that you particularly want to talk about uh, yourself personally or you want me to have a look at and re- research into, I'm quite happy uh, to do that. Um, just contact us through the social media, Facebook, Twitter, um through the through the instagram uh, through our website through the in- email if you subscribe to the, the podcast there will always be the, my email directly on there you can contact me i'll always respond to any emails that i get uh, one thing i would like to say is thank you to everyone who is subscribed at the moment is really lovely uh the thing that buzzsprout do which is that they will actually contact me every monday email was and they'll tell me about how how many, pod, how many downloads and how many um uh, sub- subscribers and things like that so it, it is quite um quite nice especially when you see that there are people from all over the country and, and even sometimes i think there's a couple have come from america uh, so it is seems like quite a universal issue so i'm kind of glad that this is something that people are listening to and and listen to regularly and if you are I say it's only 10 15 minutes usually you know you can do that on your commute or whatever it would be um Please let us know if you are, if you have got a kinship group here in the UK or anywhere else. Uh, if you want to use this podcast as part of your uh, of, of your coffee mornings, wherever it is, just have a listen to, to to me rambling on for 10, 15 minutes. Please let me know that you're doing that. And I say anytime, if you want... If you ha- are doing anything in your area and you want to, to us to promote it in any way, or discuss it, or talk about what it, what you're doing, please let me know. Uh, I'll certainly have a look to get some information from yourselves. So, as I say, this episode is going to be about family pressure, and it's a it's a it's a bit of an odd one. Well, it's not an odd one, but it is, and it's the fact that uh, there was a couple of months ago uh, there was a there was a. There was a News, uh, there was a news program. I think it was, I think it was BBC. I think it was like BBC News, and they were talking to one a kinship, right? it was part of a, was like a kinship. I think it was part of the, um, the the government response that was that was happening, and they were talking to her, and they said, you know, they they always they talk about she was a grand. I think she was an auntie who took on uh, a, a niece, and the question they asked was. But surely it's your family, surely you'd want to do this. And it's one of the hardest things that really that we always have to butt our heads against as a kinship carer is the fact that this isn't an optional thing that we're doing. This isn't something that we're doing out of choice. And um, and th- th- whenever they talk about it, they're also about things like, oh, it, you know, isn't it nice when the grandparents take the kids for the weekend or for a week or for a few days or a few hours even? And yes, it is. And then they all say, but what would happen if you didn't have to, If you couldn't give them back? And it's it's a hard question. It really is. I mean. You, you have so many, uh, so many magnets and memes and everything about you know grandparents saying, oh, it's lovely to have grand parents, especially because I can give them back, and those kind of things, and you hear with aunties and uncles, but nieces and nephews, and whatever it would be, whatever the family relationship is. And it's true, you know. I, I've had your know, nieces and nephews, and you have taken them out to go to the cinema, the park, or wherever it is. And after about two or three hours, thought, you know, I'm so glad I can get to give these 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 kids back at the end. But we can assure care. that's not really the case, and it's not really the option. Uh, one of the one of these episodes I'm going to be going on to later on, probably in the next couple of weeks, is about trauma. And one of the things, if you um, is that most of the time, and I, I usually say most of the time to be liberal, I would say 10 out of 10, you know, 99.9999% of times, when a child is in kinship care, it's due to trauma. It's due to abuse. It's due to neglect. It's due to really negative experience. The parents have died. There's been an issue where they, they can't look after the child. And, and, and it becomes that question of, you know, you get told can you look after this child and it's a really hard question to ask us and ask someone and a really hard question to answer because when you look at it from some point of view a lot of times the real question is it's not it's it's not really can you it really should be should you um you know if you are of the elder generation, you're in the middle of, you're coming up to retirement, you've got everything planned out, and then all of a sudden, a zero to 18-year-old child is basically plopped in your lap. You do have to ask, you, can you look after the child? Well, I'm sure you could. You know you could look after the child, you could do school runs, you could feed them, dress them, bathe them, whatever it would be. But should you? And there never really is that question of should rather than just can and and can is an important part you do need to be able to do you know to look after the child to be able to feed them to be able to take them to school uh to, to be able to do these things um uh, but it really do you don't never you never have the time to actually sit back and think about really should you and what kind of effect this is going to have just on an emotional, uh, financial point of view, and the financial point of view, it is an important part because what a lot of people don't really realise, and this is the thing: whenever, when I, when I was watching that thing from, I think it was BBC, is it was all about you know you should want to look after these children, you know that's it's so lovely to look after them and and it is, but then when you actually look at the statistics of how much it costs to to raise a child, you know when you look at child care you look at your clothing i mean when you consider when you consider uh, the amount of clothing you will buy on a regular basis a pair of shoes these days a pair of good you know clerks or whatever it would be shoes are you know 40 50 pounds and you know it's not just the case of this is a pair of shoes this is a pair of shoes that will likely be ruined within six months or you know the the child will do something silly they'll they'll go to kick a stone that's not you know and they break their shoes um and this is a constant thing you know they are constantly growing and constantly wanting uh, things and constantly wanting to do things and and you know, the financial aspect of it really cannot be ignored um you know what i've always said i never actually understood where the the amount of money they give for child benefit came from I I don't I've I've always wondered I, I may have to have a little research of this as to where this twenty two pound a week or whatever it is um, really came from because when you actually break it down especially if you've got a younger younger child and you're buying nappies and you're buying wipes and you're buying this that and the other your eighty pound doesn't go very far and as I say I mean if you've got a a, a a, an older child, a teenager, one that's in school, a school uniform often can cost hundreds of pounds. Um, you know, a lot of the schools, thankfully, a lot of the schools do have subsidies and they will they will canvas uh, ex, ex, um, ex pupils and things to, to donate their the, the blazers and things. And, you know, because really, after you've gone from school, what you need it for. Uh, but it's still. If if you, you know, if you've got to buy several shirts and several pairs of skirt have skirts and shoes and you know, school uniforms and then PE uniforms and then everything else and then they want to join the scouts and then they want to join brownies and everything else it, it, it it's a constant cost so the financial thing I I will be doing an episode specifically on finance so I say I will maybe have a look at where this child benefit uh, amount came from. Because the thing is, in regards to um, yeah, in regards to kinship care, and obviously there are uh, the the bill, the kinship care bill was unfortunately um, delayed, and who knows when that's actually going to happen at this point, Um, but one of the things that was brought up is do we want this uh, this amount that we get to yeah, as a as a special guardian as a whatever it is as a kinship carer to be um, to be means tested do we want it to be across the board and i i, I really worry about the across the board side of things uh, because of course you know 80 pounds in liverpool might be enough to you know, pay for one two weeks of shopping but if you're living down south if you're living in other areas it may not even touch you. Um, so as I say, it, it is hard when you're actually, you, you're in that situation where a child has, has, has suffered a trauma, whatever it would be, whether it's abuse, neglect, whether it's the parents have died, whether it's just simply that the parent cannot look after their child. Uh, and they are then told, they, they will generally try and find a relative uh, you know, to, to look after this child um, and then ask them, do you want to look? Will you look after this child? Can you look after this child? They'll do the, reg, the 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 checks and everything. That's fine, but the fact of the matter is, a lot of them probably shouldn't be looking after children at at this point. Um, you know, but you don't really think about that. You you don't think about your future. You don't think about oh, this is you. The, the you you. All you're thinking of is in the moment of I need to look after this child, and it's a really horrible. Um, aspect of kinship care that I've never really it's never really sat well with me um, that they don't give you any kind of legal uh, representation they don't give you the what the consequences are how this will affect your benefits your money your pension your how are you going to live um, you, know, they, you and you don't really think about that you know you don't think okay you know I, I might be able to look after a small child but then you're getting on to later on in the stages and they want to you you you're having to do school runs uh, and it, it, it when you consider this is 18 years of your life that you have to sort of put on hold um, you know as I say you, 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 you a lot of us have mortgages we have jobs we have all of these things that we have to do you know a lot of, a lot of the times you know, and a lot of people don't really realize this there's the, when it's a when it's a, when it's a couple family, yeah, one of the couple generally has to give up their, their job. So that almost breaks down the family dynamic, uh, essentially. Uh, it reduces the, the family income to one income, uh, although there's some sort of subsidy. Uh, but then you, you, don't think, you don't think logically, you don't think sensibly when you're getting told something as, as dramatic as, this child will go into care unless you help them. And that's the big part of it that I do always think that is 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 really uh, underhanded by all of the council and all the authorities and everything, is that a lot of them will, and we, we were told ourselves, um, that if you do not look after this child, if you do not take him in, there is a likelihood that this child will go into care and will never be seen again. And when you get told something like that, especially when there's such a family bond, and uh, you want to keep the family together, you want to keep the peace, you want to keep uh, everyone happy, and that's that's another kettle of fish, especially in got to contact and things. Um it's hard to actually look at um you know, to look to look at this situation with with sensible I don't want to say sensible, but with eyes that really are analyzing the ifs buts and coconuts of everything, you know, you really don't know where you are going to, what you're going to do I mean how are you going to to do this uh, is this the is this the right thing to do for anyone involved for the you for the child for the parents for the authorities for anyone um, you know like I've said many many times but again your kinship care is not a choice. And the one thing that always irritates me is that we're always put together with people who adopt and people who foster. And it's possibly this, the most, uh, it's wrong. For me, it's wrong because as I've said many times, kinship care is not a choice. It's not, it's not a choice at all. You do not wake up in the morning and say, you know what, I'm going to become a kinship carer. A kinship carer generally, again, 99.999% of the time is because there's been a trauma and you're having to step up and become that super person that will take care of everyone. That's not what happens with foster carers. That's not what happens with adopt. Now, now generally, obviously, people who adopt, people who foster, you know, there has sometimes been a trauma. They can't have children. They can't do that, whatever it would be. They've lost a child. They want they want to give love. You know, some people do it because it's a vocation. They think, well, I'm actually really good at this, so I'm going to become a foster carer. I'm going to look after all these kids. You see it quite a lot. Um, Kathy Glass, uh, the author, you know, she is one of the sort of interim uh, emergency carers. If you read any of her books, she's quite quite good with that. But again, it's a choice. It's a vocation. It's the same as waking up in the morning and saying, I want to be an astronaut. You know, they're training those things. You know, you you could do that. Um, you don't wake up in the morning and say you want to be a kinship carer. That's probably one of the worst things that you could ever think of doing, um, because it's just it's just not it's not a it's not a vocation. It's not a job, uh, and I hate the fact that we do get treated in some ways like carers, like 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 employees. We're not employees. We're actually you know we are people who are you're doing the super your job. That, yeah, again, I don't want to use the word job, but doing this task, I suppose task is the best way of describing it. It's a task. Yeah, we we are basically being told this child will go into care unless you step up. And a lot of families don't really like the fact that that's the case. Um, And Again, because we do not, we're not entitled to. A lot of us are not entitled to legal aid. We can't ask for independent help with that. Uh, we don't know what our what our rights are. A lot of the times, we don't know anything. You know, if you if you've got a special guardian supporter, and you ask you ask nine times out of ten anyone with a special guardian supporter to name the, the, the things that that will entitle entitle them to do, most of them probably haven't got a clue. And the reason is because we get told the bare minimum. You have, if you have this, you get more power. That's basically the thing. And it's it, it's it's hard. It really is hard to actually just 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 go through all of that. Um, and I think it is, it is quite hard for for a family to actually sit down and actually you think about it. You know, you don't have the time to think about it. A lot of the times, you know, it is you know you hear so many stories about kinship care where a child is basically turned up on their doorstep or they've they've taken in the the grandson and because of the conditions at home they've just not let them go back Uh, or or obviously in regards to death there's been deaths in the family where it is an instant thing where you don't have a chance to take a minute to really have a decision this is a massive decision um again if we compare it to actually an employment you do not walk into a job and go, right, this is it, I'm going to do this job. You consider it. You have to think about it. You go training. You actually look at the financial, you know, you know I sit here and think, you know, the job that I do at the moment, do I really want to do this job? Well, for, you know, from a financial point of view, it gives security of the family, pension benefits, whatever it would be. But do I, do I want to do this job? Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I'm not too sure, but then you have a look at, um, other things, you know, do I want to go and eat a piece of cake? Well, I, I could, and I would, and I, I really want to now that I'm thinking about it, but yeah, will it make me ill later? Well, there's a possibility, but you don't really have a chance to take those 10 steps, those 10 seconds to have a think about it, and it's really difficult, and, um, And I think one of the things that really does need to change is that when it comes to families, they do need that more more support. They do need to be given more information. And, you know, if you hear a lot of the people that I speak to and a lot of people, a lot of times I talk about, it's just about information. It's about getting people to understand what they're entitled to, what they can have, what they can't have, what this means to everyone. Um, you know, a lot of the uh, a lot of people go into a thing called friends and family fostering before they become a special guardian, and that gives you all sorts of extra little benefits, like free council tax if you're in Liverpool or some other places where you get that. But once you once once you become a special guardian, that gets taken away. But you don't ever get told, oh, by the way, that's that's going to disappear. Um, you know, that extra little benefit that you get, you know, for this extra bit of security. So it's it's hard. Uh, it, and it, it, it essentially will always be hard. And that's the issue that I have at the moment. And hopefully when the the Children's Commission, uh, sorry, the um, the Government uh, Commission, uh, Muneer Orson's bill, once these things get laws in place and get a legality behind things like the um, the family group conferences and those type of things, um, we can start to really see, you know, whether the family is the right thing for a kinship child. Because a lot of times it is. of the time that child being with family is the best thing for them for the whole family involved but there is that 0.001% where you know it's probably not the right thing for anyone involved and it's a shame because really people do need to 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 have that thought and, and to really um to to really um take those extra 10 seconds to really think about whether this is the right thing for them. And a lot of times it is, and a lot of times it isn't. (laughs) And it's, and it will be hard to actually, to even consider which is, which is the best solution for anyone. Um, But as always, if you want to get in touch with me, I've got anything involved with this um, in, in regards to families. If you are a family out there and you've taken a decision, you think it was the wrong one, uh, or you think it was the right one. A lot of times, people do make mistakes um you see this all the time you know, unfortunately, you, know it, you know if you have that thoughts you know, please do you know, contact us have a, have a we can talk about what, what's going on see if there's any other ways that we can help uh, but as always if you're going to get to us easiest way is through the social media subscribe to the podcast uh, share it around uh, let everyone know all about it um, and thank you much for listening my name's david and you're listening to the kinship care liverpool podcast